Hey, welcome to the Cheryl Reeve Show. We may have something to talk about today, but I'm going to start here. Uh, we are very excited to partner with Lori Ramsey from Successful Marketing Group, again, for the Homeless Youth Winter Wear Drive. It's going to be Tuesday, December 14th. We're going to be hosting a live Cheryl Reeve Show with the Winter Wear Drive. Because of COVID, things are a little different again. 45 special ticket holders will be able to join us live, and the tickets are going fast. So please go to www.givemn.org slash WWD21. GiveMN.org slash WWD21 to get your tickets. Your full ticket price will go to purchasing winter clothing for homeless youth in the Twin Cities. Plus, you get a commemorative Cheryl Reeve Show t-shirt. I want one of those. Uh, the doors open at 6.30 and the show will begin at 7.30, so plenty of time for you to get registered to order your pizza and drinks. The links have donated two Ultimate Links fan bundles, so hurry over to GiveMN.org slash wwd 21 to get your tickets and learn other ways to donate. Thanks so much to Glory. Hey, let's get to it. You know, Cheryl, I, I got to say, ever since you started doing this podcast, your career has just taken off. Uh, you know, I was thinking recently uh, how that has coincided, and I, I can't thank you enough, Jim, for you know, kind of kicking things off and, <laughs> and getting my careers pointed in the right direction. <laughs> I guess I can't take credit for the four WNBA championships or the three WNBA Coach of the Year awards, but, you know, I, I've tried to do what, what I can here. Uh, in all seriousness, congratulations. Uh, you know, I thought you were going to be the next Team USA coach. I certainly thought you were the right candidate, but you still never know how the world's going to work. And now you've got it. And I just, if you would, just take me through this week. I know you've known about it longer than just this week. I know these things take a lot more time. But just what has this week been like for you? Um, you know, I, I, it's up there with some of the most special times I've, I've been able to experience in my career. And it just, you know, surreal is the word that, that comes up uh, probably the most in terms of, you know, the, the, how you feel about it. Like, is this really happening? And you know, and then, you know, a day goes by and, you know, and you're going to go again, okay, did this really happen? <laughs> when I think about yesterday and uh, I just feel so fortunate, you know, that, that's the other thing that keeps, you know, bubbling up is just how grateful I am to have had uh, such great fortune in my career with, with uh, so many great players and people uh, that I've been able to, you know, be on this long journey of coaching with. And, and then now to, you know, to be able to partner with USA basketball on, a, on another special journey. I mean, I, it just, it's just really cool. And, and, you know, I, I was so proud of our organization uh, yesterday, you know, throughout the day as, as we celebrated with USA basketball, the announcement. And, uh, so I'm, my, my cup is, my cup is full as they say. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, let's see. Coach of the Minnesota Lynx, general manager of the Minnesota Lynx, now coach of team USA and heading into the Paris Olympics, which are not that far away all of a sudden. Uh, I mean, is it overwhelming at all? I think it would overwhelm me. You know, um, I, I just think, um, you know, when you get into this lifestyle of coaching, you know, it's, it's uh, you kind of take things in, in segments, if you will. And so like the next season, and as you know, we're, you know, we're working hard on the WNBA side of things, schedule being released today and things start to get really real and free agency is just a few weeks away. And uh, so I think for me, I, I've just been able to compartmentalize uh, you know, that, that's a, that's a skill that served me well, um, you know, over the last decade and, you know, you take what's in front of you and, and, and you can't look too far out and you certainly have to plan, but take one thing at a time. And I think that's, that's good for, for life advice as well. Uh, cause sometimes it gets really overwhelming, you know, just take what's in front of you, do the best you can, uh, you know, work hard, you know, and each day, you know, trying to, you know, accomplish many goals, many successes and, uh, and everything else takes care of itself. You know, that being said, we have, we have a lot ahead of us. Um, 
you know, the, the committee has great work in front of them with regard to uh, putting together a player pool, putting together a staff and, um, yeah, and just planning. Uh, and our first order of business is to try to qualify for the Olympics. And, and you know, we haven't done that yet. Um, and so our first order of business will be, you know, competition in February, which is a World Cup qualifying tournament. Uh, we have already qualified for the World Cup, uh, but we'll participate in that, you know, in, in terms of you know, using as preparation. Uh, we hope to have maybe a training camp or two before we get a chance to uh, go to Sydney, Australia to, to try to win the World Cup so that we can qualify for Paris in 2024. You know, it's something you just brought up was something I was going to ask about yesterday, but there was so much else going on. I thought it was, it was something we could save for today. Uh, how do you pick a staff? Is that your call? Is it a team? You know, is it kind of an organizational choice? And are you looking for certain kinds of skills or personalities? Well, I think USA Basketball, you know, they, they have long uh, done a great job of, of, you know, putting committees together that are, are represented, um, you know, from from various, um, you know, stakeholders in this. And uh, and so it's a committee's job uh, to, to do the player pool to, you know, the, as well as the coaching pool. Um, you know, we, we do have an opportunity, you know, and to kind of work through this with Don. I remember talking about it with Gino. Um, you know, they want the coach's input and, and ultimately they make the decisions, uh, but they'll certainly – um, you know, I'll have, I'll have a chance to, you know, express opinions and, uh, I'm confident in the processes. I think that, you know, they, they've worked through the years. It's the reason why they've been successful. And, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of great coaches and you can't go wrong. And like you said, you know, you do try to put the best group together. That's got the most synergy, uh, on the staff as well as, you know, a player group. And, and, uh, I think everybody will work really hard to, to try to do that. Because you're general manager and coach of a, a, very accomplished WNBA franchise, you know, that was the press conference to announce the new team USA coach was held in the target center lobby. It was a big deal. It was a great production. Uh, I, I don't know what other announcements like that have been had been like, but my guess is this, this was a, a pretty good way to do this. And Simone knew your, uh, you know, your media relations expert uh, was probably at the forefront of all this, right? Yeah, she really was. I, I was so proud. Uh, we have a great staff, and we know that. And it, it's it's times like these that other people get to see uh, what what we know, uh, which is we've got some of the best in the business. And uh, as you mentioned, Simone New is our communications manager, and um, she's done a great job, you know, since her arrival. And and this was this was a I think it was probably fun for her, you know, to to work with USA Basketball, Caroline Williams, you know, the PR contact there, and uh, you know, just to put on a great production. And and you know, it's great for USA Basketball. Uh, it's great for the WNBA, you know, just women's basketball in general. I, I heard from – that's probably the most fun part about this was just hearing from, you know, so many people, you know, that I haven't heard from in a long time. Uh, and and it's, it's, uh, it, was, it was a special day. Simone knew Claire DeWilliams, as I always talk about, um, you know, we've got the cream of the crop. Um, and, and, and so I was just really appreciative. Um, I also want to, you know, shout out uh, Ethan Casson, CEO uh, of the Timberwolves and Lynx organization, uh, certainly Glenn Taylor and Becky, like all of it. It just, it just was, I was really proud to show everybody off and, and made it a really special day. While you hadn't made it about yourself, you had said, I believe in the past that you thought a WNBA coach would be a good uh, person to run Team USA. What are the specific reasons you think, you know, that's a good idea? You know, my, my primary reason for saying that is there's, the, the, the games are different. You know, the college game is different than the pro game. I think that's, that's a very obvious statement. Um, and I don't think people realize the difficulty for college coaches 
to come in and and, and underst- understand the the pro players where they are today. They may have coached college players uh, somewhere along the way, uh, maybe even in other USA basketball teams. Uh, but when they turn pro, they, it, it, it's different. You know, they're they're older. Their personalities, uh, you know, they might change a little bit. The game itself, uh, how they play, and and so I think it's really difficult when you don't have a lot of time and that's what it's become. I think when college coaches have had this thing in the past, um, you know, they have a long period of time. When you go back to when you, when you think about 1995, when Tara Vanderveer took an entire, entire year uh, off, took a, took a year away from her collegiate uh, coaching position at Stanford and spent the entire time with that team and traveled around. Well, that's a little different. Um, the, the way that it's set up now and the minimal amount of time that you have, it happens fast and you have, you have three, four days at a time. Uh, and so I think the the head start that you get uh, with a pro coach that's that's well versed in the league, well versed in the players, well versed in uh, you know the schematics of of you know the offense, the defense. Uh, I just I just think you you, you kind of um, put everybody in a, a more forward position. Um, you know when it's when it's a pro coach it doesn't mean that I don't think college coaches can be successful. I just think the current setup uh, lends itself better to pro coaches. Um, uh, but I certainly respect the, you know, the, the USA basketball's, you know, systems and how they do things. And uh, like I said, it's worked for a long time. You know, that was, that was just this one coach's uh, perspective, <laughs> uh, you know, not because I'm a pro coach, but because I'm a pro coach, I can see it. I can see the challenges I watched, you know, I watched on. Uh, and so I understand it. And, and, you know, the two WNBA coaches, um, you know, are basically interpreters. Um, and you can, and where our job was to kind of, in, in my opinion, was to kind of help them get there quicker, uh, what it is that they were trying to do. And uh, I don't think coaches should have to change what they know best. And, you know, how Dawn coaches her South Carolina team or Gino coaches his UConn team. It's hard to bring that full uh, version of themselves into this national team uh, business. That's just my opinion. Yeah. No, that all makes sense. And as you said, the college coaches have done very well, but it's just a, <laughs> but everything you said made a lot of sense. When in your coaching, you've been coaching a long time now, when in your coaching career, if ever, did this become a goal or was it not a goal? It's just something that did evolved. You know, I, and I say this in, in, in no way to, to demean the idea, but I've never, uh, it was never, you know, like, a, you know, people jot down goals, you know, in their careers. Um, I, you know, it, it, it wasn't an intentional thing, but it wasn't, you know, like quote, a dream of mine. Um, you know, it's, it's more of, I think about being a, a young, young player, uh, trying out, you know, Olympic trials, you know, and just, but it never really, um, maybe because it wasn't necessarily something you think is possible. Maybe it was more like that. Um, and, and quite frankly, if not for, uh, the Minnesota Lynx and the timing of my being able to be here and coaching such great players, you know, I mean, that's what it is. That's what life is, right? The right place at the right time. Timing is everything. And so for me to be able to, you know, to be a part of a franchise that was so successful and they had so many uh, Olympians, it got, it got my opportunity to, you know, to associate with USA basketball and see more of it and, and get my name uh, more known to them. And, and, you know, the possibility became real, uh, once I was, you know, obviously on the inside and named to the staffs, but uh, frankly, I, you know, when I was with Gino for, for those four years, and when I was um, with Dawn on, on on that journey, at no point in time did I have, you know, dreams or visions of Cheryl Reeve becoming uh, the coach. I only wanted to serve Gino and to serve Dawn, 
Um, and I've always said this. I remember when I negotiated my first contract in Minnesota, give me a one year deal. If I'm good enough, great. If I'm not, you know, no, 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 uh, no ties. No, you know, it's very uh, low risk for you. Um, I kind of feel the same way. I, I just, in life, it's like, Hey, if you're good enough, you're good enough. You know, if you think it's a good thing, great. If not, you know, like, um, you know, I just keep trying to do what I do and, and, uh, it's just, that's worked well for me. And, um, but again, I, I cannot understate, it's not lost on me that, uh, it's the players, uh, so much of this falls to the players for me to even be in this position. And I have a question about the players, but let's take care of the business side of the business. We do want to thank our sponsors, including Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. I'd also like to say about All Energy Solar is a home improvement project. Solar energy can start paying for itself the moment the system is powered up. It can pay back 100% of the installation costs within eight years. Plus, a system from All Energy Solar can even pay back over 300% of its cost over its lifetime. You can save more if you install by the end of the year with 2021 solar incentives. Learn how you can make the switch this summer at AllEnergySolar.com. And also, I always tell you about my realtor, Cara Quinn, CaraQuinnRealtor.com, C-A-R-A-Q-U-I-N-N, Realtor.com, or you can find her at Vibe Realty. Just Google her. She'll pop up everywhere, and you see her long resume. She used to work in education. Uh, she's just a, a great person to work with. She knows buying, selling, everything else, and I really enjoy uh, the the, the notes, the letters she sends out uh, on email or, or she posts at her website. Uh, the latest one is about uh, winter you know, selling the winter, buying in the winter, whether you even want to try to sell or buy in the winter, what the market has been up to lately. We just came through a, a crazy year of high prices and low inventory. Car can tell you if that's going to continue or not, and that could affect whether you buy or sell now. She's given us great advice. Uh, we're building a, a house because of you know, what her recommendations led us to in the marketplace. You need an expert and you want somebody who's pleasant to deal with when you're making these kind of life decisions, caraquinrealtor.com. And of course, Lori Ramsey of Successful Marketing Group is responsible for the winter, winter, the youth winter wear drive. It's a, it's a great event. It's a great cause. Please contribute any way you can and show up if you can. Uh, so yeah, I was going to say, Sylvia Fowles, came to your press conference yesterday uh, and she was cold. She told me she was cold. Uh, that, you know, that's a pretty cool sacrifice yeah. for her to make. Yeah. Well, anybody that's been around Syl uh, that's ever come into contact with her uh, knows uh, what a kind, generous soul uh, she has. And, and it's, it's so authentic, organic. And um, I, I can't say enough, you know, when I think about, I really didn't know Syl when we traded for her in 2015. Uh, as long as we both have been in the league, I think at that point she was six or seven years in the league uh, I had only ever kind of seen her in passing, you know, another team kind of, you know, hey, still, how are you? But never really got uh, in depth uh, in terms of knowledge of, of her. Uh, and so I, I kind of learned, you know, on the job, so to speak, with her is when we traded for her. And um, and just through the years, um, you know, she just rises to the top of somebody that uh, incredibly loyal, um, thoughtful, generous, 
all of those things. Anybody that's been around knows exactly what I'm talking about and will be shaking their heads. Uh, it's just who she is. It's natural to her. And um, when I called her to, to share the news, she, she was so happy. Uh, obviously, her involvement with USA Basketball, she understands. Um, I think she just kept saying, this is huge. This is huge. <laughs> and so she really, you know, she's, I'm so happy for you and, and it's genuine. And, um, and she said, I want to be there for you. And I said, look, I know, you know, it's short notice, you got a lot going on. And she just, without, without hesitation, I'm going to be there. And, uh, does that apply to her playing for the next Olympic team? You know, well, I certainly, uh, I, I broached the subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, wouldn't this be fun to do this together? <laughs> oh, gosh. And, and uh, you know, I, I think, um, as you know, she she retired uh, from USA Basketball. And, and at this point, I don't have any indication that she's on retiring. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and, yeah, she's she's done her time, no doubt about it. Uh, it's kind of also kind of cool that you're going to get to do this in Paris. I mean, London, I thought London was a blast. Tokyo was challenging because of COVID, but great city. Uh, Paris ought to be a lot of fun. Got to qualify. So if we can qualify and, and be in Paris, um, would be amazing. And, and, you know, for all the obvious reasons that you would think of, but none more than um, a lot of pressure on me as it pertains to my family. Uh, my mom is a massive uh, Paris fan. We never traveled. They never traveled much. Uh, they were they were you know an, an Air Force uh, income uh, single income, and uh, you know if we traveled by car somewhere, that was a big deal. So um, her and my dad, international travel was never uh, their thing. And um, you know since my dad's passed, and um, you know we decided, my wife and I decided uh, we were going to take our moms on a Europe trip. And it was like, where do you want to go? Uh, and it was of course, Rome, Paris, Venice, you know, we're going to, we're going to do all that. And so, um, when she stood before the Eiffel tower, when I tell you, it was like, I've never seen my mom like that. She, she was so emotional and so taken, uh, by the Eiffel tower. I never knew that it was like one of her biggest things in life that, that she loved. And so for her to stand in front of it. And so I have tremendous pressure <laughs> from my mom, uh, who's got the entire family, uh, you know, Paris 24 on their minds. And, and uh, so I, I have, you know, she told me no pressure, but you better get there uh, so that they can go with us. <laughs> Beautiful. That's great. Um, speaking of pressure, you know, and this is the cynical writer's view of it. Uh, you know, it's it, in some ways you could argue this is a thankless job in that, you know, hey, you're expected to win. You're expected to win easily. And and as you and I have talked about during the last couple of Olympics, that's no longer really that realistic. Uh, do you feel any pressure in terms of just the carrying on the legacy? You know, I think that's something, you know, as I thought about some of the questions I was asked, you know, what did I learn? Um, I think this is probably the most uh, relevant, uh, you know, piece of knowledge that I watched Gino um, and I, you know, and, and, and these, this, you know, Gino's and, and Dawn are two of the, uh, great coaches in our game and, and historically, I mean, their names, they're, they're legends. Um, and so to, to watch the pressure, uh, that, that was on them and, and, and what it feels like, there's nothing that can prepare, uh, a coach sitting in the seat for that pressure. Um, now I did get a sense of feeling it and, and, and I felt it with them because I, you know, I'm all in, you know, wanting to reach the goal and. You know, in Dawn's case, you know, just, you know, like she said to me, she's like, look, I know you felt it with me. I know like you were, you were in it. And 
Um, she's like, it's just a little more <laughs> when you when you get to that uh, where it, it's your job. And I understood that. I would say it all the time. Being an assistant coach is incredibly easy. Um, you know that that uh, when you're the head coach, sometimes it's lonely as well. Uh, and I never wanted it to be lonely for Dawn uh, because I know uh, I know what it's like and uh, and the pressure. And and you know what? Um, what I learned is I'm going to work really really hard to make sure uh, as we try to reach our goals. Uh, one, that we enjoy the small successes along the journey. Uh, make sure that we're celebrating them. Those should not be taken for granted uh, because, you know what, this journey is different than the other seven. Um, and, and you know, it's it's our own. And it doesn't matter. The other seven have no bearing other than that you're standing on the culture of USA basketball from that quarter of a century of success. But, you know, I think for, you know, what I want uh, this group that we put together to enjoy every step of it, uh, and to make sure that if we do get a chance to be on the podium and to be gold medalists, that it's not relief. I don't want it to be relief. I want it to be a joyous, accomplished uh, feeling uh, of celebration and meaningful to them. Um, and yeah, we'll take our place in history if that happens. Um, but I, more than anything, uh, I don't want the, the sense of, well, we were supposed to do it and just check the box. Uh, and that is some sort of relief because you know, like you said, I mean, the, the, the world is, is getting better. We see that on the men's side. It's true on the women's side. It's hard to do as much as we've made it look, quote, easy uh, through the last quarter of a century and seven straight. Uh, it's simply not. Um, and, and, you know, these are the greatest athletes in the world coming together to compete. Uh, and so, you know, it's hard to do. And I just want to make sure that, you know, that that, that process is something that we, we get a chance to enjoy. Let me check a few boxes here. This is TalkNorth.com. Best way to listen to this show or any of the shows that network. Subscribe to your favorite podcast app. You can always go to TalkNorth.com and see all the shows. I think we have the best sports lineup in town. We also have outdoor content. We're going to be adding a couple big names here soon. Thanks to our longtime producer, Brandon Morton. And you can follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod to see all the shows as they are released. Also to see the the uh, schedule of the many live shows we're doing these days. Thanks to Pizza Luce for being such a great partner. Uh, let's go to Cheryl for a final thought. And I just want to say that, listen, I, I've always been honored that uh, you would do a podcast with me and, and work with us. Uh, this doesn't change that. It's just a really, it's just a really cool development. It's just, uh, you know, it's, and it, and I also appreciate the fact that uh, you're a really big deal and you don't need to be doing podcasts and you still do it and you do it with cheer and grace and uh, so congratulations. Now, your turn. You get to give us a final thought, Cheryl. Well, I appreciate all that, uh, Jim. And, and uh, you know, I, I think this you have a chance to reflect on, on, on these moments. And I'm just really thankful um, that, that uh, you know, it's, it's always about the people. Uh, and I've tried to do that. I've tried to learn that, uh, you know, through the course of time in my life that, you know, these experiences are nothing without uh, the people that you do it with. And I'm just, you know, when I took inventory, you know, of, of kind of my life and, and, and kind of go, okay, look, look, Cheryl, look at these people, you know, that, that just happy for you. And, and these people are my life and my life. And it's just, um, I think for me, it was just overwhelming that, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I could die tomorrow. And I, I'm telling you, I'm incredibly happy. And, and like I said, cup filled, um, and I, and I just, you know, I just can't say enough about my gratefulness about, um, you know, my, my coaching journey, my life journey, making home here. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just filled with pride with our organization, with our community and just the way we support each other. And, and it's, it's family and it's more than just, you know, Carly and Oliver and, and, and my immediate family in New Jersey. 
this is home. This is family for me. So Jim, you're family to me. Brandon's family to me. Uh, and I just, when I took stock of everything yesterday, I just was incredibly grateful. It was great stuff. We're going to talk about all this and more on Tuesday night at the Pizza Luce in downtown Minneapolis, right by 4th Street. You know where it is. It's the, the great spot to hang out before and after games. Come out, say hello. We're going to have some special guests. Cheryl will be there, of course. Uh, we will have a lot of fun, and we will hopefully help a lot of people. Thank you in advance to everyone who contributes. Uh, thanks again to Brandon. Thanks again to Cheryl. We'll see you Tuesday night at the Pizza Luce in downtown Minneapolis.